様、本当の名は何という<笑>ジュゲムジュゲム、古僧のすり切れ、カイジャリ水牛の水牛松、雲来松、風来松、クーネルところに住むところ、ヤブラコウジのブラコウジ、パイポパイポパイポのシュリンガン、シュリンガンのグーリンダイ、グーリンダイのポンポコビー、ポンポコナーの超救命の長助。キングダナ、私の名もジュゲムジュゲム、ここのセリフでクイズルスゲームスゲームマトウンライマトウンライマトウンクーネルところに住むところ、ヤブラコーディープラコーディーパイポパイポのショリンガンショリンガンのグリンダイ、グリンダイのポンポコビーのポンポコナーの超級名の超スケトリー。Hello everyone and welcome once again to Five Grams of Iron, the official podcast of the anime of the manga of the Hiromu Arakawa. I'm Eddie Colasso, also known as Puerto Rican Ginch, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hey, I'm Brooks, aka Spliff Harrington. Okay! <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, dude. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Full Metal Malcolm Brother, man. What if、uh, Melisandre, when she was bringing Jon Snow back to life, put a big stogie blunt into his mouth and then he woke up and he was like, <sighs> instead of gasping? I thought you were gonna, for some reason, I thought you were gonna say, somebody stop me. <laughs> What if Melisandre put on the ceremonial green mask of a shy? Yeah. And he turned into a big Tasmanian devil tornado.、Uh, that'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good.、Um, first, thanks to everyone who tuned into our streams before this weekend. Yeah. The Metal Gear and Ginch. Ginch was a wild ride.、Um, I know the archives haven't been uploaded yet, but that's because I forgot I had to go to Delaware this weekend to see Kim's dad for Christmas. Uh huh. And a lot of dad visits this week. Listen, you will. We joke about boomers, <laughs> but until you're in the presence of one for two full weekend days. Yo, I'm going to hang out with my family tonight. I can't wait. See, my, d- like, my, my dad technically is a boomer, but he's not a boomer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not a boomer、uh, Kim- with, like, the emoji B. Yeah. Kim's dad is full boomer. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's always good being around, um, people of this. It, it's just all true. Like, he's just saying shit, like, out of nowhere, like, kids these days have no respect. And it's like, dude, I work with them and they're fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. He just, he's just mad he doesn't know the dances. And it just shit, like, getting up, like, it's the weekend and we're getting up at fucking seven o'clock in the morning. Yo. Dude, that's my sleep time. Hit him with, hit him with the cringe. Call him cringe when he, when he does that to you. That's what I bro, do with my bro, parents. Bro, Kim's dad, you are, you are posting cringe on the weekend. Uh, excuse me, Brooks, it's, it's 4.30 p.m. It's time to wake up and go to the Christmas Eve service with your family. Uh,、mm-hmm. uh, I'm adding that to my cringe compilation, and then I just hear tires peeling out. And then it's shit like, oh, wow, Kim, open your Christmas present. Wow, a coach bag with a $100 bill in it? Cringe, couldn't be me. <laughs> I couldn't do that shit. Anyway. Uh, I'm now free. I did. I do. One thing, it, he doesn't get what a podcast is. That's good. <laughs> like, the, like, no matter how many times I tell him.、Uh-huh. But I did get the excuse of, I'm like, ah, I gotta go watch the show for a podcast tomorrow. Like, I have to leave for、uh, two and a half hours to watch this 27 minute、right. anime episode. They don't、I'm、have、really、it on mobile devices. I gotta watch I, it at home. Exactly. I have to go into the other room with my laptop and close the door、uh, to watch it. <laughs> so I did get to do that. And they were good episodes. They were good episodes.、Mm-hmm. Um, so you didn't get a chance to see the,、um, the movie that's sweeping the nation this weekend yet. Is that Star Wars or Cats? I was talking about Uncut Gems. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. But you haven't seen Star Warm either or、no. the horny cat movie. You didn't see where Kylo Ren put on the green mask and turned into a big tornado. And that's no, why dude, people I was, are... in, I was in fucking Delaware. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't they, have, they don't have there. media there. Yeah. All they have is war reenactments. Very sad. <laughs> uh, no, so did you, did you get a chance to check out Uncut Gems? No, I didn't. It's not available in Tampa until Christmas Day. So I'm getting, right, having so... a big get together with my friends and we're all going to watch Uncut Gems. It's got Oscar kind buzz. A, kind of a special gift just for you then. This is how I win. Uh huh. By going to see Uncut Gems. Uh, Kim, I, I don't know if Kim is joking anymore about seeing cats. I think I, you're I, probably gonna see cats. We're probably gonna end up seeing cats. Oh, God. But every minute oh, oh, that、wait. you're watching cats, you're not watching,、uh, Ginch for the 17th time this month, so. That's, can I tell you before, <laughs> I forget if I mentioned this, but even before, I just went to like, give everything a test run. So I logged into my Netflix and I was like, search, Ginch. And it was already at like, 72 minutes watched. <laughs> <laughs> Kim was like, doing homework. 
She's a legend, anyway. dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's damn true. Anyway, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, episode 19, Death of the Undying. Death of the Undying! La 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 la! Um, this one, these two episodes Ooh, were, so, like, were too, so, like, wildly different in tone. This fucking ricochets, and Arakawa does a great job of it, I think, but just the tonal whiplash. Mm-hmm. Of just, it's like the episode of Family Guy where, like, Brian is, okay. is like, donating his two kidneys to Peter because he made his own energy drink supplement out of kerosene and ruined both of his kidneys. And then Brian donated that, his uh, two... Sorry to interrupt, but is that the funny episode where he, like, finds out what Red Bull is and he keeps drinking it? Yeah, and then he, then Lois uh, throws out all his Red Bull so he makes his own. Mm-hmm. And then, for some reason, Brian has to donate both of his kidneys. But then, like, as he's, like, saying goodbye to everybody, like, the fucking Chester Cheetah shows up and, like, hits the whip or something. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not a very successful tonal whiplash, but I think this does a really good job of being, like, oh, no, I was betrayed by my girlfriend and I love big titty honkers. I just can't get enough bon honka derus. Hey, uh-huh. that, that, uh, trilobite mom was, was fake. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> Anyways, auga auga. He got a fucking, like, starlight shine shimmer. He got the fucking Pokemon shiny effect to say, I love big yeah, hunters. He got the fucking uh, Louis Armstrong spotlight that you get once per episode, but it was about yeah. loving Bon Honkaroos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we start this one right right where we left the uh, last episode off, where the, the big uh, eating man of gluttony is attacking Ariza Hawkeye. Um, but she just kind of shoots him a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, shooting evil homunculi in this one. Mm. And Mustang is listening via phone. He doesn't care for it very much. He doesn't like to get phone calls most yeah. of the time. Yeah, especially on that, you know, office hotline. Yeah, it's rarely good. He said, call me from the booth. I'm hanging yeah. up now. Uh, also, we oh, if we didn't know already, so, someone says that, he, like, oh, he's looking into what happened at the fifth laboratory. Right. Anyway. And Ling Yao uh, is just sort of there. And he's like, hey... Uh, tell me, tell me now the secret of your body. And Al's just like, okay, I'll do it when I finish fighting this monster or whatever. It is, Um, like, obviously it's episode fucking 19 or whatever. Like, Alphonse Elric is not going to die in this episode. However, Mm -hmm. the -hmm. way that that scene works is very... Yeah, so Ling Yao's like, yeah, he does Ned Stark voice and he's like, I'll tell you the secret of my body right after I get... I promise that I will get back safe. And then mm. it's a smash cut to the title card that says Death of the Undying, like the immortal yeah. fucking armor suit that we know. Episode 19, Al dies. Yeah, it's very sad. Uh, so, uh, oh, Wimpy, she's like, hey, come back safe. And he's like, no promises here. Can't do that. Yeah, uh, I already promised to Ling Yao, I'm sorry. Gluttony, he's, he's, he's going to take a big old bite out of Riza Hawkeye, but our friend Black Hayate saves the day. And I know the puppy guy from before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bites Gluttony. He doesn't like it. Uh, Someone, I think it's the guy who was, like, hanging out with Barry the Chopper. Oh, he he was was the roommate. He was the roommate. He runs in, and he gives Reza Hawkeye a gun. Okay, I assumed he was one of Havoc's friends. Um, I mean, yeah, they're all in, like, Mustang's crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they blast Gluttony... Yeah, and they then, shoot uh, him out of the fucking window and Musk Mustang. Well, they, they shoot him. Yeah. And then he, he's like, oh, I'm actually fine. That was nothing. Oh, you're out of ammo, aren't you? This is my voice. I got me. And then Roy Mustang, he says, uh, mind if I cut in? And then he does a big he does explosion. And he, he snaps his fingers in a huge uh, epic blast, sends Gluttony flying. <laughs> uh, he says, I, he says, an awesome sauce amaze balls. He says, wow, that's, this, now it smells crispy, like epic bacon. I'm Roy Mustang. <laughs> uh, and I do like Ariza Hawk, like, Mustang saves her life, and then she's immediately like, are you an idiot, sir? <laughs> <laughs> sir? <laughs> sir? Yeah. And just like, oh, sorry. Normal military. But, but then they're like, uh, walking down the stairs, and she's like, oh, actually, uh, thank you for saving me. And yeah, she it was does good, actually. A, a little smile, and you love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, Barry the Chopper rules. He's pretty good. He's He makes it... He, he does a lot of cool things over the next two episodes. Mm-hmm. And they're going after Meat Barry. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's just... He's... 
I do like that they're, so like Havoc and Alphys and Mustang mm. and Risa, they're all going to, they're all going in like a fun car to pursue fake Meatberry. Mm-hmm. And they just make Barry the Chopper run next to them. Mm-hmm. Which kind of, I guess he's big. And then there's like shit happening where like they're dodging stuff on the road and almost hitting Barry. And yeah. He's still just like running. <laughs> it's really good. If you gotta, listen, if you gotta program your car to hit some kind of person, it might as well be the immortal evil serial killer skeleton, I guess. Exactly. Uh, so then Al, he's in the car with our pals, and he's like, hey, that guy, uh, Cersei was homunculus. Uh-huh. And then they're like, oh, what's that? And then he tells them, and then they're shocked. Um, yeah, Al's like, I, let I, me tell you about my cool friend Greed, who's dead forever, uh, even though, let me also tell you about their incredible regeneration abilities that they have. Yeah, Mustang uh, says, like, that. there's no such thing as homunculus, and then uh, Al's like, hey, remember six episodes ago? Um, anyway, they, like, chase after Meatberry, and then they do a fucking Scooby-Doo, like, gag, where they're all looking from behind, like, a pole. Oh, yeah. And everyone's head just kind of, like comes out to the side on top of each other and fucking buries there with his, like, half yeah! his head blasted off. <laughs> he rules. It's good. Uh, and he, so he, they... he, he, uh, he does a real fucking Fred Rogers on this one because he, he runs and, and goes to chop his meat guy, even though that wasn't the plan. They were just casing the joint, but he just runs in fucking knives ablazing, yelling, where are you, my little meaty pie? My good. little meaty pie. I have no interest in your flesh. Where are you, my little meaty pie? Yeah. Uh, so they, like, he, the meat berry went to the third laboratory for some reason. And everyone's like, oh, no, this is bad. But Roy's like, actually, uh, this is good. Check this out. So Barry the Chopper runs in and, and swinging his fucking blades. And then Roy Mustang and his crew, they're like, uh, hello, we are here to arrest that insane man. <laughs> Let us through right now. <laughs> And then, yeah. but also fucking Roy is like, hmm, it seems like the third laboratory left conspicuous evil experiments everywhere. Yeah, it was environmental storytelling. It's the fucking Mewtwo lab. Yeah, it's, it's like all these scientists running away and then they go down the evil stairs and down there it's like, here's the war crimes yeah. document. Oh, we made a big purple cat. Day two. Oh, fuck. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Shit. Day two. Oh no. Oh no. Our, pa- um, our plan to make a blue Pikachu will have to wait. Uh huh. <laughs> so they're like looking over that shit, and then I think Havoc, like Barry, just runs off to fight Meat Barry. Yeah. And everyone else like uses this opportunity to like look around the lab. Um. And but, Havoc's uh, like, "Hey, y'all, I'm about to, I'm about to fuck later I'm with my girlfriend. Fuck. Later, I will have sex with my girlfriend who is human and normal. Um. And then, and then Lust is there, and he says. Abuga Auga. Auga Auga Solaris. That's weird. He, he says Uga Chaka Uga Chaka. Uh-huh. I can't fight this feeling. He does the Chris Pratt dance and uh yeah. she says hello John, which I guess is mm-hmm. his real name. So this is this is a uh, basic this is the rundown of what happens. Uh yeah. they see they see Lust and she's like this monster lady and uh Mustang he says, "Wow, uh John Havoc, you really like big titty honkers, huh?" And then he closes his eyes and cries like like uh, Armstrong, he says, "I love big titty honkers, yeah. dude." He's accused of lycos booby, and he confirms it. And he confirms it. He says, "He says I like the size." <laughs> I do, I do want to note. Okay, so she has like the the fucking snake tattoo above her cleavage, mm-hmm. which is funny because it confirms that Havoc never scored. Yeah, like he wasn't even exposed to like an like a thirst trap, you know? Like he uh-huh. didn't. He never like. He never saw her outside of a parka. Exactly. She's a queen. I love her. It's been pretty, it's been pretty cold, so. Yeah. Um, what happens? So now they're like, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's do a big fight. She, she has big, she, she does, she has a 10 discreet star fingers that she can use at any moment. She has a lot of them. Uh, uh-huh. and she, she gets Havoc pretty good. Well, yeah, um, yeah. And this is like, she's, she's like, uh, Oh, do I know who Maze Hughes is? Yeah, oh, and it's a bummer yeah. I didn't get to murder him. And then um, Roy doesn't yeah! capture that shit very much. Yeah, yeah she uh, she said, oh yeah, because every time uh, Roy Mustang meets a new character, he's like, hey, did you kill Maze Hughes? She says, he was a quick-witted man. I'm only sorry I didn't get to strike the last blow. And then Mustang just fucking shoots her in the head. <laughs> 
He's good, though. I, the one, again, great comedic timing on this show, because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, he shoots, like, her her brain and her knee, and then she mm-hmm. regens and is like, ha-ha, you cannot make me, and then he just fucking unloads his entire clip on her. Yeah. She does have a really good line. She says, oh, like, you show no mercy, just as you'd expect from the hero of Ishval. Yeah. Which is a very good, like, Nancy Probably. Pelosi-style burn. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she has, she puts out her ten weird star fingers and does the Nancy Pelosi clap. Yeah. <laughs> but she's probably just confusing Roy Mustang with somebody else from, uh-huh. from back then. And then she's like, hey, sit, uh, just, uh, look, check this out. And she like rips open her, her chest in a normal way and she's like, there's a, a philosopher's stone instead of a heart here and it's what gi- gives me a live time. And Mustang, he's like, are you telling this because you're just gonna kill us? And she says, yes. <laughs> He knows how shows go. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he's like, that's it. I'm going to use my flames. And she just cuts open a pipe and, like, water spills all over them. Yeah. It's really good. That's a fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventure shit happens. Uh-huh. They they say, uh, let's do the ancient uh, Amestrian military technique. Let's book it, Smokey. They run away. Oh, I was talking about decomposing the water. That That happens, yeah. I mean, so... Like, I guess, you know, decomposition is a part of alchemy, I guess. But I, I think that's more of us just, like... I feel like all of the, the like, military alchemists, they just have, like, a specialty. But it's like, they can do other alchemy. Right. Like, it's not like he can only shoot fire. You know? Sure it's like how like it sometimes. When you go to college, you have to take, like, your gen eds. Right, first. but you also take an astronomy class. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so okay. he knows how to decompose water to use uh, John Havoc's lighter. Yeah, he minored in water. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Um, so yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. They, um, the room is all exploded and burned out. Mm-hmm. And Roy says, yeah. she's definitely dead because I know nothing more closely than the smell of burnt corpses. Yeah, that's a normal thing to say. Um... Oh no, this is when, it's, yeah, so then funny, uh, more comedic time, and Mustang is like, she still could be here, stay sharp, and then he get m- Havoc gets stabbed through the gut. Yeah, sure. From Starfinger. Um, so it's he some, runs up to her. This is some fucking Scooby-Doo Zombie Island shit. What? Cause she, you know, in Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, where they, they're like, ah, oh, we captured the zombie, now let's see which old mayor is under the mask. And then they try to take the mask off, and it's fucking, it's fucking, it doesn't come off. It's like a fucking real zombie. Oh, shit, dude. This is, it's just, it seemed, it was that sort of vibe to me, where it's just like, she just fucking mm. keeps, she's like the fiend. Okay. She's you, like ha- Bray Wyatt the fiend. Have you been enjoying the fiend's run in, in WWE? I actually like it, so I know that nobody else does. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's Joker, but what can you really, like, I don't expect good, like, deep storytelling from WWE, so, like, when a guy is just like, hey, what's up, I'm the Joker, like, that's at least a character, versus just like, I, yeah. hello, my name is Cedric Alexander. Uh, to me, I mean, the type of person I am, I'm, I just, I have a simple, small brain, and I say, just show me a good match. Right. And I can't get that from, two weeks till Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. That's all I can say. For those of you who don't watch wrestling, Bray Wyatt is, mm-hmm. uh, he debuted as a regular guy named Husky Harris, and then he and became- he, he had, what was he, he had, he was, he was a, a- He a was a tank. Ferrari with a, with a tank, or he was a tank with a Ferrari engine. Yeah. Okay. And then he became a sort of Bayou cult leader. Uh, maybe a simple southern cult leader. He would but, come to the uh... ring on an airboat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> He would throw crawdads to the... Anyways. Um, and then uh, he became the Joker where he he's like a nice, like, Mr. Rogers type where he's like, I'm a nice guy. But then he also is secretly the fiend who is like a scary guy with a mask who comes out and you can do wrestling to him and it doesn't hurt him because wrestling is fake. So you can just keep punching him and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And it's And I think it's cool and nobody else likes it. So uh, that's kind of what Lust is doing here. In his in his last match at Corican Hall, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger came out and he was wearing black gear. Is he is he still kissing Thunder Liger? K- k- no, that was only that was once he needed to activate Kishin Liger to oh, okay. defeat Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, that's but, I would also have to do that. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, back to the show. 
Yeah. Uh, anyways, he punch. Uh, my next note is he punches out her heart like in Dumb and Dumber. So that's something else we could talk about. That did happen, but it wasn't a funny dream sequence, and uh, like it wasn't that racist, right? It it like didn't, yeah, racist. it didn't have the racist Asian chef. Uh huh. But he does rip it out, and then he goes to see his friend uh, Havoc, and he says, "Hey, my my bud, you'll be fine." In between this, the Fuhrer just shows up, and he's like, "What's yeah. up? I'm going to look at this." I heard there was an intruder. Time to go help Mustang, for sure, and unsheath so my sword. It's me, the president. I'm here. Yeah. I'm um, here to help Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, so he rips out the, the Philosopher's Stone, but actually, like, she just regenerates around it. Yeah. And she says, oh, how, like, disappointing. You were a candidate for sacrifice. Anyway, die as you watch your own man grow cold before your eyes. It's just a fucking metal right. thing to say. Which, like, it's an extremely metal thing to say, but it's also very, um, I know that I'm, I'm a reference heavy guy on this podcast, but it does make me think of Dr. Evil, you know? Okay. The bit where, like, you know, where Seth Green is talking to Dr. Evil and he's like, I have a gun in my bedroom, let's just shoot them right now. And he's like, no, I think I will, like, put him over the shark tank and just leave the room and just assume that it's all good. She did rip up his gloves, though, that had the alchemy on it. That's true. So... You know, she doesn't she's know taking... that he minored in other things. Yeah. Um, so she just, like, stabs him and walks away, and then Mustang is like, hey, Havoc, you're not allowed to die before I do, and, and they definitely both die. Um, yeah. We go back to Barry, and he says that, let's say, find him, meet Barry, and meet Barry is, like, dead on the floor. And then he's like, oh, the body probably died because the soul they put in it was incompatible. And Al starts to do the, the glowing face. Yeah, he doesn't care for that feet. shit at all. Uh-huh. Uh, so Lust, Lust walks in, and she says, oh, shame, I'll have to kill two, like, sacrifice candidates in one night. So Barry the Chopper says, enough of the mumbo-jumbo, Miss Lust, and, like, does a fucking charge at her. And yeah, he I'm just gonna chop sliced. you up, I'm good now. He gets sliced up and destroyed immediately yeah. into 100 discrete He gets pieces. turned into fucking Lunchables all-star hot dog style. Yeah. And then fucking Lust, she says, I hate annoying men. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um... This whole time, Risa Hawkeye's there, and she's been doing thinking math meme right. to figure out who the other sacrifice was, and then she realizes uh, she met Mustang, and she shoots Lost a million times, and she does she takes out, like, 12 guns and, like, you know, shoots her a lot. Right. Um, and then it's just a, a like, 10-minute sequence of her and Al being like, no, I'll die here. You run away. No, I will. I do like it, because uh-huh. brave young Alfred... He mm-hmm. just saw what happened to another, like, soul-bonded armor thing, and mm-hmm. he's still going. So, like, he knows, like, that could be him on the ground. Yeah, he says, I'm sick of seeing people die before my eyes. I won't let anyone get killed anymore. I'll oh, yeah. Me. Yeah, we get no fun flashbacks to Nina uh-huh. and Alexander and the lady who yeah. lived in his body for a while. Mm-hmm. Weird, weird for uh, fiction to, like, use past events to, like, influence the characters. We could just record ourselves saying this every week, but, like, like wow, it's fucking... interesting that they're, like, showing, like, a child soldier's trauma while He's remembering the fucking, like, goons that Greed had, who he knew for 12 minutes. Meanwhile, fucking Brienne of Tarth killed Stannis Baratheon and doesn't think about it ever again. <laughs> she shows up once to Castle Black to brag to his closest friend and girlfriend that she did it, and, and then please. also introduces herself, and then... Says, all right, well, I'm not going to do anything else for the show except sort of wave at Jamie in my yeah. nightgown. So, have anyway, a good one. We hear someone say, well said, Alphonse Elric, and it's fucking Roy Mustang, and he, why is he shredded? Yo, he's jacked, dude. Why is he so ripped? He also majored in exercise science. He majored in exercise, and he does a big fire to lust. And then she's like, oh, I see you drew an alchemy circle, like, with your own blood. And he says, oh, I know you're probably wondering about this. I burned my own wound clothes and nearly passed out two or three times. So, anyway, time for me to say the sickest shit anyone has ever said. I'll just have to kill you until you're, you are dead. <laughs> Fucking Jotaro Kujo ass. And he just does a million fucking fire blasts to her. She turns into the Halo Skull. She, yeah. But not by her own choice. He just... Right. Destroys her and burns her a million times. Uh, we're probably not supposed to think this is good, but it's sick. <laughs> it is very cool. And you know, uh, I just, I, I just lost Barry, so I'm just clinging to any, any positives. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so then she, she does, like, it's very dramatic anime. Like, she does a, a big, like, lunge at him with her star finger, but she, like, turns to dust right before it gets to him. And he's right. like, this is cool. I predicted it. Uh, she says, I can't wait. The day when those eyes will be twisted in agony is not far off. And then she turns into bones and dust. Mm-hmm. So, um, hold on. I'm receiving word from Kim here. Uh, ooh, she's getting some treats at Crater Joe's. Can I give you the world's smallest, most inconsequential Star Wars spoiler? Sure. Um, somebody says bones in the movie and I thought of you. Did they say it in like a normal way or? I, it was like, like it wasn't like bones, but it wasn't like bones. It was somewhere in the middle. Okay. And I'll I was look, like, oh, Eddie's going to love it when that character. I'll look out for it when I see it. Yeah. Um, I did really like, so Roy, he walks over to the crew and he says, Alphonse, thank you for protecting my man. Right. Talking about Reza Hawkeye. That, she, she, <laughs> Becky Lynch who? <laughs> Reza Hawkeye is the man. Uh huh. She's the wrestler of the year. And then he's like, "Hey, uh, someone should probably get Havoc to a doctor right now, immediately." Oh yeah, my guy, my other guy died. My other guy who I <laughs> and fucking uh, Wilfred Brimley Bradley is just like <laughs> standing around the corner, listening with his like samurai sword in hand, and he walks away. Uh huh. Anyway, glad glad he could help, guys. Yeah, another job well done. Uh huh. So fucking uh, all this time, Winfrey's been waiting for Alf Alphys to show mm, up, mm-hmm. and this is like back at home. Mm. It's at the Depression Hotel. The Depression—that's right, the Depression. Yeah, because she was worried about where he was because he went off on a little adventure, mm-hmm. and they have a little laugh because his arm fall off funny from yeah. herded. Yeah, they, they're like, "Oh, you're back safe, you big idiot!" And then his arm falls off, and they do a funny laugh. Uh huh. Uh, we cut back to Barry the Chopper in pieces, who says, yare yare, I barely survived that one. <laughs> this is whack, dude. I hate being chopped. Is this what I've been doing to people? But his, like, meat body walks up and grabs the piece of armor that has the, like, uh, symbol on it. And he says, wait, 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 I have more killing to do. And th- how, the way, I-, I may be, you know, dumb as a rock, but the way it looked to me was even though, like, the meat body seemed to not have, like, it, uh, a high genius-level intellects, it was, like, not trying to destroy the, the sigil. It was, like, tenderly rubbing it. Uh-huh. Like, I want I want this back. Mm. But he does that, and then they both die, and we hate to see it. So, my the way that I read it was, I see, I'm I'm going to sort of top that analysis with something that has far less textual evidence but is the way i actually interpreted it Mm -hmm. which was like oh this was like barry being put back into his dying meat body Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's similar because like like, i think that's now um not to be a fucking 2012 fucking tumblr weirdo about like uh jeffrey dahmer was hot one of those Uh folks Mm-hmm. But like, it's a good way for for Barry to have gone out to like, okay, like he's a fun guy and he's on a sitcom, but he did do a lot of awful crime, so maybe it's good for him to like. So maybe it's kind of rot away like, a little bit. Was killed by his own body, like alone in pieces. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a good. It's probably like cosmically good that that happened. Yeah, but what if Brienne of Tarth just showed up and just said, "Are you Barry the Chopper? I'm going to murder you." What if because instead, Renly's the king? Instead, Brienne of Tarth said, "Let's bury the Chopper. Let's do some sparring matches," and swung her fucking nightmare greatsword soul edge <laughs> at her with the full force of a thousand suns. What if that happened? Yo, but real shit, Azumi should have trained them by having a big nightmare sword. She should have. <laughs> She should have said a tale of swords and souls eternally told and fucking <laughs> swung that shit. Anyways, dad's here. Hey, do you remember Edward Elric, the main character? Yo, when he showed up, I was really like, oh, we really didn't see the boy for 22 minutes and I didn't he's, miss him. He's. N- I know it was a good episode without him. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, hello, I'm the the uh, establishing shot lets us know that he's home in Resemble. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna walk over to the mother grave, but someone's there, and it's the the it's... big man who looks like him, and he has a sad face. And he says Hohenheim. And Hohenheim. Let it all out. Good episode. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, how are we gonna top that one? Let's let's take a break, and we'll check in with the Patreon. Yeah. Before we find out. Patreon.com slash Thrones, where if you like all the things we just said, you can give us money, please. Um, at $1 a month, you get access to all of our bonus content, including words and deeds that I do with Brooks, and that's about Metal Gear. It We're is. We're playing through Metal Gear Rising Revengeance now, and it's fun. 
And I, I'm very good at the game, and I'm playing it on a uh, European Extreme Difficulty mode. That's true. Which uh, arc? If you any, so whenever we do the streams, we'll announce it. You can watch on Twitch, and archives will be up for patrons on the Patreon. And I do carry me home with Kim. Uh, this was a weird one because so we watched Ginch live stream. Uh, I believe Andy did supply the best content where we were, we, uh, you unfortunately couldn't be there. I couldn't. For, uh, but I did mention at one point that I wanted to see, uh, like child Ginch wearing Tim's. <laughs> so, um, if you go to the pinned messages in that, in that chat, you can see it. Um, That's also, we, good. also Kim got her own, uh, custom Tim's and they're called Kimberlins. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Kimberland uh, is my favorite uh, jailed character from the series. Jay Self Kimberland, yeah. Uh, and we do Jim Carrey movies. We don't know what we're going to do next month, so it's probably going to be Dumb and Dumber Two. Yeah. Oh, I just saw Ginch and Tim's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Thank you, Andy. Um, at five dollars a month, you'll get all that. Plus, uh, you can request albums for us to listen to on our other podcast, Fun Point. That's about music. Have you dipped into Power Slave yet? I've dipped a little bit into Power Slave. Why oh, I have to be a Power Slave. I, can I tell you also, I went to my local barcade and I told you about the Iron Maiden pinball that we have. Mm-hmm. And they also, in addition to, you know, I always play the Trooper because that's the one mm-hmm. that I know. Mm-hmm. But they have, they had Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner on that bad boy. Yeah, you pick that one and it immediately gives you a 10-ball multi-ball. It's amazing. Yeah, you need it for the whole song. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, $10 a month, you get all that, plus especially your status in Discord, and we'll make a monster for you in Fire Pro Wrestling, PGOT Championship Edition. Thank you. Um, Episode 20, Father Before the Grave. This one kind of gives you the title right up front. <laughs> like, yeah, this one, yeah, like, it's not, it, yeah, it's not, uh, uh, a boy and his trial. Like, we don't yeah, know it's, what like, it's about. Like, oh, who, who is the death of the undying? No, Father Before the Grave, he's there at the start. Yeah, that's where he is and that's who he is. Thank you. Here you go, Brooks. Uh, so this guy, Hohenheim, he says to Edward Elric, he's like, ah, oh, you've gotten bigger. I've heard from Pinaco that you did human transmutation. <laughs> um, did you recognize uh, this voice actor for Hohenheim. Sure didn't. Uh, maybe if he said something along the lines of, oh my god. Oh, so he's, he's sort of the famous, uh, old man Joseph. Old man Joseph, legend. I do, I do like that evil father is the only one who ever notes that Edward's getting, getting bigger. That is like a nice, like, sort of dramatic irony twist the knife a little bit. kind of does at the end of this episode. That's true, I forgot about that. Uh, hold on, I'm getting more, I'm getting more Trader Joe texts from Kim. Uh, she, she, where, she we're was gonna with Eddie, wait, fun. what is the best cookie you can get there? Make sure you say Neapolitan JoJo's, those Neapolitan are the best. Neapolitan JoJo's. Okay, got it. Um, the, the whole Trader, this Trader Joe's dilemma is because I, uh, where I, my last day of work tomorrow, we're having like the holiday party and I was supposed to make a nice dessert, but I was in fucking Delaware all weekend so, uh, couldn't do that, so we're just gonna get some treats from the Traitor. Okay. Anyway. Traitor! Remember Star Wars Episode Seven? Traitor, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah! That was, that like, one. a fun meme for, like, two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, does this one have any fun memes? The new- Oh, have you- see, You saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Um... A- any memes in there's, this one? There's, there's than, fun- to, There's fun to be had. Other than, like, how bad it is, apparently? <laughs> I again, Is I'm it, not. I'm not actually so that, gonna spoil any Star Wars yeah, shit yeah. for anybody. Don't worry. Uh-huh. I will. I, all I'll say is that like I love in, enjoying media. The like I love enjoying media the way that people outside of our circle enjoy Game of Thrones. Okay, we're like yeah. I just watched. I just watched it and I was like, movie, pretty so good. To you, to you, it was fine. Like, it, like it was. I enjoyed it the entire time through. I mean, Last Jedi is still my favorite in the new trilogy. But like you weren't you weren't mad that they didn't like correctly incorporate. No, yeah, Grey Steam was not coming out of my ears. There were some things where I was like, "Oh, that's not great." Um, mm-hmm. But there were like most. I was I was like a clapping little seal for you know enough of it. But then I went home and I read why people were mad, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good point, actually." See, I always think that I'm like not a Star Wars nerd until I watch them. Same, and then I get mad. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Hohenheim it was here, fun. he just roasts his son. He roasts his son for a little bit. Um, yeah. 
so he's like, hey, um, can you please tell me right now the reason why you burned my house down? Uh, and he's like, oh, we did it so we couldn't turn back and we had to move forward. Yeah, I did it for like, epic reasons, actually, Dad. He's like, no, you did it because you didn't want to see unpleasant memories. Yeah, you wanted and to hide the fucking crime against humanity that you did, actually. He did, He does the fucking, like, Dio analogy. He's like, you were like a child hiding the sheets after you wet the bed. Yeah. And Ed, Ed gets mad. He says, I did not drink those pee-pee. And he walks away. <laughs> But then Hohenheim, he's he's like, as Ed is walking away, he says to himself, he's like, ah, just like me when I uh, was younger. Oh, uh, so you're, you're me writ small. So he pee-peed and poo-pooed the bed. <laughs> That's why he had to leave right now immediately. Yeah. Without saying uh, a word. Then later that night, Ed is sleeping and, <laughs> and Hohenheim- Remember when, remember when Trisha was like, tell Hohenheim that I lost the bet. It was me who pee-peed and poo-pooed actually. Uh, uh, Pinaco, please tell Hohenheim. I can't keep the promise. I'm shitting and I'm, farting I'm my shooting and ass. farting. <laughs> I'm 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 farting and dropping stool here in Rizambul. <laughs> uh, Ed, we have show. to. Yeah, yes, Edward. I will help you dig up the grave so that we can see if she had doo doo stain. <laughs> then we'll know who's your mom. Uh, so Ed is sleeping. This is a and dumb Owenheim, fucking podcast, dude. Owenheim walks in and he does the thing of of fiction when someone like wants to tell a character something. Like he reaches his hand out, but then he like pulls it back and walks away. I was, I honestly I thought this was baby at first. Like I thought this was like a flashback uh-huh. to like when he was leaving for good. But uh-huh. then it then it wasn't. And I was like, oh, I'm also the person that thinks that Edward is just very small baby. He- <laughs> um. So then, uh, Hohenheim, he's, like, having dinner with Pinako, and she's like, oh, you haven't changed all this time. And we see, like, photos of them, like, drinking beer and being happy, which is mm-hmm. not how that works. <laughs> Enough pleasantries. Um, yeah. So she's like, ah, remember the good times? And Hohenheim's like, hey, um, remember when they, they transmuted their, their mom? Yo, was that horseshoe crab my wife or what? Uh, do we know for sure that, uh, the, the trilobite was my wife? Uh, just asking questions. Goodbye. Did the thorax um, have brown hair? Uh-huh. The, the, the carapace. Describe to me the, <laughs> the, the, the toughness quotient of the carapace of my wife. Uh-huh. Um, so then Pinako gets mad because she's like, so Hohenheim thinks that, like, it wasn't really the mother. And then Pinako, she's like, hey, so you mean to tell me that these kids fucked up their whole lives and it wasn't even, like, really their mom? She gets out her megaphone and says, yeah. are you saying that the boys made something completely unrelated and still got punished for it? And, and meanwhile, Ed- Edward he- hears this and he doesn't like it at all. He was getting up to help the dog go pee-pee and he heard it. Yeah. I forgot about the dog. The dog has uh, automail. Yeah, that it's is good. fun. I, I do like seeing it. Every, like, I see, like, a dog, and I'm like, oh, that's fine. But then I see the auto mail, and I'm like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So their whole lives are fucked up. Uh, we go back to Al, and he's telling Wimpy and Ling about, like, what he learned from Barry. Because I remember on, like, this is episode 20. I remember it's specifically me, Eddie, in real life. Around episode, like, 16, I was like, I don't know. It seems pretty good to have a big metal body and not face right. any consequences for it. Uh, but anyways, then, my body will eventually reject me and I'll die and I'm a time bomb. Yeah, Ling is, is me. He's like, I don't know, it seems good to me. And Al's like, well, eventually, like, my soul cannot be connected forever. Uh, and I do, so Wimpy gets mad because Ling is like, seems great. And she's like, no, you don't get it. Uh, he, Ling is like, you don't have to sleep. And I just, like, love sleeping, dude. Like, yeah. I'd be asleep right now if I could be. Yeah. Ling Yao so. must be like canonically 14 years old to be like, ah, oh, you is. don't have he's, to go to bed. Remember when he was in jail? He said he's, he's 15. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Nailed it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I do like, um, Al's like ninja look because he has like a cloth over his face because his whole fucking jaws busted off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Ed is having bad dreams and all of his past yeah. mistakes are there and shows how he's truth. there. He says, you're just like me. Remember me from earlier? From episode fucking two or three? Yeah. Remember? Um, and then, like, some fucking trilobite is like, hey, this sucks. I don't like being this, and it's your fault. And then he wakes up. Edward, why'd you do this to me? <laughs> why did you set me on fire, SpongeBob? Why? <laughs> um. So then he has ba- he has bad dream, but uh, next day Hohenheim leaves, and he's like, hey, Pinaco, uh, something awful is going to happen to this country soon. 
so you should leave. You need to get and out she, now. She looks at him, she says, awful things aren't that rare. <laughs> Bye. No, I don't know about that one, Chief. See you later. Take the one photo of the four family members that I have. And it's, and fucking the, it's 1904. the one where the other photo is placed that is like blocking Hohenheim's face out. Uh-huh. It's really Pretty. good. Um, so he leaves and he's like, oh, it's, he says to himself, he's like, it's a shame I'll never be able to eat her cooking again. Uh, I just want to note, you know how, like, Jamie Lannister is, like, probably my favorite A Song yeah, of Ice yeah, and Fire yeah, yeah. character? Uh, that also Hohenheim. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's hard okay, to so I guess favorite. there's probably nothing else to him. Yeah, but it, in the same, I don't know if he's, like, my top number one favorite, but he's my favorite in the same way. Okay. As Jamie, so. It, it's good. Good shit happens. Um, anyway, uh, next day, Ed, he's like, hey, I need to go check some shit out. I'm gonna go dig up my Monster Mash Mom's bones. Yo, and Pina, goes, Pina Co is so down, she rules. Uh, she's like, alright, you don't, I mean, you don't have to. Uh, it's, a, it's gonna rain, but okay, alright. Like, this whole scene was, like, awesome, though. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's getting like, he's he's getting achy stumps and like vomiting and vomiting, but he's still like going through with it because his dad said he was a little baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, weird how showing your characters to like be vulnerable can lead to growth later. Yeah, I don't know, just some basic shit, but yeah, pretty good. I like when I see it. Um, so then eventually they dig up the grave and do fucking operation game on it. And right. they're like, this femur is weird. Yeah, they, It doesn't match. They dig up a hair that's been in the ground for ten years and is uh-huh. like, this hair is a different color. Yeah, it's black. It's not chestnut. Like me mama. Uh, and, and he then eats the hair and he gets the hair gains, And gains and he turns into a fucking monster. Yeah. Uh, he says, like, oh, this has always been a symbol of despair, but now it's a, a link to hope. Because I know Al can be returned to normal. Yeah. I thought he was becoming Judas in his mind at first when he started laughing. He was like, like he thought he was too twisted. Because he's like, oh, I guess that's it. You can't bring back a dead person. But then he's like, oh, but it's good because now like, Al can be true. returned to normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't need to explain this to Brooks because everybody who watches this gets it, he says. So, see, so, meaning if something died, you cannot, like, bring that person back to life by, like, combining their body and soul. But Al never died. Oh. Like his soul and body were just split. So he's he's like mom mission is over. He's she's, like mom mission is over. Yeah, she's like, gone somewhere. Yeah, but so wait, hey, oh wait, no, they they didn't like fucking grave rob her at first. They just like tried to transmute her somewhere else. So presumably at this point she's still like in her regular normal grave. Yeah. Okay. Um, because they walk past her grave, which right? Is not yes, touched. Is. This is where they buried the monster mash. Right. So th- he. It's he nice was, that like, they kept that like. uh they had that marked, so in case yeah. they needed to go dig it up again. So they, he does brain logic, and he's like, well, hey, it's even in the laws of Al. Like, you can't create something from nothing, so you can't just make a body disappear. So Al's body, like, has to be somewhere. Like, there has oh, to be a way to... so they to- have to go find his, yeah. his meat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, like, the plan now. Um. Anyway, he calls uh, Izumi Curtis to be like, hey, remember when you fucked up? The way she... So she's standing in meat. She's standing in Meat Shop. Yeah, Meat Husband is there. And I feel like there's an ad that should say, like, Happy Meat or something. But Happy, she's me- standing- Happy Meat Minute? Happy Meat Minute. But she's standing in front of the H, so I was just imagining it saying Bappy Meat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bappy Meat 1. Yeah. Izumi uh, Curtis booty ass. Yeah. Uh, this so is like, was- I've, listen, I've had my share of, of, uh, students catching me at the wrong time or like being presumptuous like during mm-hmm. my office hours mm-hmm. this i you know this is probably the worst possible thing that a former student could call and ask you about just sort of out of the blue hey 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 izumi just uh one second remember when you fucked up and tried to transmit your baby was it really your baby hey i just it- did i just did sort of talk i just sort of unpacked my trauma a little bit do you want to get in on this you want to get listen while i'm well we're all going to do this together let me just rope you in real quick hey so remember says, specific details maybe it wasn't yours goodbye she says no and hangs up the phone uh then uh pinoco is is talking to al and she says oh i forgot to give hohenheim trish's message so i know you hate him but if you see him again tell him that she said uh she couldn't keep her promise whatever that means uh i guess we'll never know yeah, I guess uh we'll- Ed gets back to the Depression Hotel, and everyone, he sees Al all busted up, and he says, Al, what happened? He looks at Ling and says, why are you here? And Ling, he has, like, the biggest twirl of spaghetti on a, on a fork. 
Yeah. You know, he just he's kind of right. <laughs> like yeah. if they if they introduced Ling Yao in this episode, nothing would be different. Yeah, yeah. like it would just be a little bit less funny so far. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He says eating, and they do the funny fucking DJ Jazzy Jeff throw him out the room. Uh huh. Bit. Um. Anyway, we get comedy because Ed. He's like, "Hey, hey, Winry, remember that funny joke? Uh, haha. One time <laughs> we had the brotherly quarrel about who you would marry, and you said you wouldn't marry um Al. Why is that?" And then Al and her at, in unison both say, I don't like men who are shorter than me. And we get the child height display. The, yeah, where they're all both the same size and she was taller than them. So fucking good. Ed does say, don't go judging men's value by their height, which is true. But also, I've always said that. I, I know. We're, he's just saying what we're all thinking. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing. I remember when again, I made that post that was like, hey, who wants to do a post Game of Thrones podcast? A lot of taller people messaged me and I was like, no. Five, five, six and below only. Yeah. Is what you said. That's what I said. Did you, uh-huh. did you, hey, when you were watching the Democratic debate for three hours last week? I forgot. Did you like it when a, uh, cool Amy Klobuchar was like, I think 5'4 is a great height for a president? I, I, listen, don't make me stand fucking Bloomberg. Like, I don't. <laughs> oh, can I tell you this? The other day we had, well, last week we had like a get together at Kim's friend's house and one of her college roommates, who's a model, so this is, like, the lifestyle difference we're having. And her boyfriend works as a photographer at the New York Times. Okay. Um, he said Michael Bloomberg would be a good president. So Yeah, probably. I mean, that you get all you need to know from that day out of that. Yeah. I uh, mean, like, Bernie's a former basketball player. That means he's tall. So, and then, well, so he's, her he's, other, he's canceled. It's her other friend is whose house we went to, her boyfriend. He We always thought he was just kind of, like, a jock guy. Uh-huh. But, like, me and him were talking, and he was like, I don't know, like, right now, just looking at the Democratic candidates, he's like, the two of them that I actually like the best are uh, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, my friend, I'm going to radicalize you <laughs> <laughs> shortly. We'll, we'll, we'll have another game night soon, and I'll tell you all the secrets. Uh-huh. And not invite the other guy. <laughs> we're going to play Connect Four and read State and Revolution. Very fun. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's a copy of Capital. Uh, yeah. Anyway. I've read it. Yeah, I've, I definitely read yeah, it. Yeah, I've, yeah. I haven't been working through A Clash of Kings for two years at this point. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they do, they, they kind of hash over what was like, kind, I thought completed like 10 episodes ago. We're like, well, if you both have this shared memory, it means that it's really Al inside the armor. Right. Um, so if we were able to pull your soul out, we should get your body out of the doorway too. Um, so that's kind of our plan now. And then Al, he's like, oh yeah, important information that I just forgot till now. Um, when my body was being destroyed, I could see from inside the Monster Mesh mom's perspective. Yeah, I, I was on, doing I, first person crab and it I wasn't on, very good. I put on the Oculus Rift and I could see Monster Mom's <laughs> vision uh, for a minute. So we didn't fuck up anyone's soul because it was kind of my soul. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, a, uh, a very polite man. He's like, uh, Edward Elric, there is a phone call from Zumi Curtis. And he goes to answer it. She says, Hey, I did Ned Stark research and I found she out. She did fucking Punnett Squares. I love she, her. She did Punnett Squares and she said, Blonde of hair couldn't be my kid. Uh-huh. Uh, the seat is also, strong, anyways. Also, Sig, husband Sig is standing behind her, but he's so tall that his head is out of the frame. It's funny. I, I love Miss Bella Mass. Anytime something does that, it's always funny to me. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so she says, she's like, we didn't do, actually, we actually, not to rationalize this, but we didn't do anything wrong. It was just, like, impossible to do. Right. So, we didn't do a crime, if you think about it. We just yeah. kind of couldn't have done it to begin with, so. Right. It's, if you try to blow up Earth's second moon, mm-hmm. that's not terrorism. Exactly. You can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. You're fine. So, they're like, uh, uh, we've been blaming ourselves this whole time, but, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get through this we're gonna get your body back Mm -hmm. there's still hope there's still chance and we'll send that truth bastard flying and then they do a very like proud like here we go we're motivated they're stomping up the stairs Mm -hmm. and And, uh, we we also get the little thing of uh seth curtis consoling izuku for yeah he takes his like big giant hand he takes his fucking like ever long foo fighters hand and he like (laughs) with it um and then uh, Wimpy, she's looking at Ed, like, marching down the hall in a very stupid way. And she says, oh, have his shoulders always been so broad? 
I big boy, she is. says. She says, big boy. He's getting bigger, like Hohenheim said. I watched the episode. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, Win- Winfrey says, I- I'm a lot like Hohenheim. I like Edward. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the episode. I, Al, Al does say some fucking... Some really words in some order with this shit. Isn't he just like, anything we can do, we'll believe in it and do it. He says... He's, he's like, rationalizing his time bomb body. Like... Oh He's like, yeah, I I've met a lot of people with weird bodies, like thinking about the fucking you know the homunculi or whatever. And he's uh-huh. like, even though I am a time bomb, so really everybody is with like sickness and accidents and injury. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like, yeah, hey, the hey, fact hey, that maybe... I could get the flu is a lot like being Alphonse Elric big yeah, armor. He's like, maybe it's not so bad because I could just get like hit by a car. Yeah, like so... eventually, yeah, I guess our bodies will all reject us in a cosmic sort of way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Pretty so good. I'll use this one to do good shit until then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the episode. Yeah. Next it was, time, it was really fucking good. Havoc's, Havoc's alive. I saw that because he's in the hospital. He's in so. he's in the hospital bed. Spoilers. Um, Mustang seems fine. Yeah, Mustang seemed pretty fine and good on that one. He just he just burned himself closed, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that's my favorite, uh... Uh, fuck, I don't remember the name of the fucking band. LC, LCD Sound System song. There we go. <laughs> Burn Yourself Closed? Yeah. Wish I, wish I knew enough about them to, to build uh, on that. Well. Uh, time for questions. If you have a question, we you follow us on Twitter at you love to hear it. And, uh, we usually post the day before we record, so look out for that. My brain was fucking doing Metal Gear Sirens all yesterday because, because like, I would open many? up my personal Twitter uh-huh. and I would see this is one that people really wanted to talk about. Uh huh. Uh, let's get, let me scroll down here. First one from Friend of the Show, Alex Leaf Crunch, who says, uh, if he, this is real Warrior of the Week shit. Yeah, we can always if, trust Alex Leaf Crunch to come through. If Ed can thin out Al's remaining metal to cover the same volume, remember that's how he fixes him. It stands yeah. that if you were to plink a coin into Al, it would ring at a higher frequency than before. Do you think this makes his voice higher? And if he were the thickness of tinfoil, would he have Sex Pistols voice? <laughs> Edward Elric! Mr. Elric, I am a time bomb! I'm a ticking time bomb, Mr. Elric! Have you seen our father? Van Hohenheim! I talked to Sans Undertale and he told me I was a puppet. I feel like you seeing our father would be pertinent information, Mr. (laughs) Elric. I cannot wait to report to my superior, Maze Hughes. (laughs) Edward Elric, can you tell that no one is in my house right now? Allow me to do this voice with a vigor that would not be allowed at any other time. Just hearing, like, Kim's tires peel out as she just pulled in from the garage. <laughs> a fucking box of Neapolitan JoJo's flesh in the wall hits me in the head, killing me instantly. Oh, I gotta say, I, I haven't done that voice in a while. I was definitely out of practice on that one. I'm gonna have to, like, go sit in my car for a while and practice. Yeah, I got an hour and a half drive home, and I'm just gonna listen to no music or podcasts. Are you, are you do... driving home immediately after recording this? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'd love to have a longer winter break uh, at home, but unfortunately I have to watch this thing in another room um, by myself. Uh, at Slitherbite on Twitter sends us, do you think that the adults, this is a, uh, okay, no, this one's not multi-part. Uh, do you think that the adults in the series should just say no to the boys sometimes? <laughs> Don't you think a child digging up the filled corpse of his dead mother is a bit much? Also, the most unbelievable thing in the series is that Roy, nerd with a must, nerd with a desk job Mustang, has a six pack. Yeah, See, the thing is, I feel like Pinaco would be the one to tell them no to something, but she was like, "This is going to be so sick." Yeah, like this is going to be awesome. Yeah, she read, she, she read the script and knew he had to do it. Yeah, she life. she knows that he's a headstrong widow boy, and he's mm. going to do it. And so you might as well supervise. Mm. And with regard to Roy Mustang, I feel like he's the most likely person in central cop agency um, mm-hmm. to, like, have, instead of a chair in his desk, to have, like, one of those big workout balls to sit on and, like, or work you, you his think, core. you think he's doing paperwork, but he's actually doing that, like, grip, like, you know, those little, like, uh, the things you, like, grab and, like, 
It's it's hard. I don't know what it's called. Like a stress ball? Like a wrist exercise. Oh, thing. oh, the the little the little like nutcracker looking. The things. like resistance thing. Yeah, he's constantly yeah, 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 doing yeah. that while he talks to Elizabeth about her store. Yeah, funny Roy Mustang used a shake weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, from this one comes in from Kerrigan Sword Lesbian on Twitter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm gonna say it. I think Lust should have been more of a character. Any others you think should have been expanded on in media? Whose arcs would you give up for equivalent exchange? Also, Lust and Riza are lesbians and they're dating. Yeah, yeah we so. did. We did kind of gloss over the fact that one of the homunculi are just dead. Like, yeah, and it's not gluttony. It's not gluttony. He's still hanging out. Um, cool. Yeah. So, is this equivalent exchange in terms of this series or in like anything? Like, what character would you want more? I don't. Oh, I, I was understanding this. it so, to be like, oh, Brooks, if you want one extra Maze Hughes scene, that means that you have to cut the Barry the Chopper subplot. Okay. So I don't want to say like because obviously there's fucking like forty more episodes of this, so I don't want to say like who I want to see more right. because I, I know I'm laughing mm. because I know. I know. Yeah, so of course. Who would you like if you could swap some like? I okay, a little less so this guy. I, w- I would not take more Maze Hughes for l- fewer Barry content. Because mm-hmm. so, I do. So you think Maze Hughes should have died sooner so you could get more Barry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I love Maze Hughes. I respect. I respect uh, an Instagram wife guy, mm-hmm. but. Oh, 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 I would, let's see, who else do I like in the show? I would, I would give up some Ling Yao, uh, for more, uh, little boy Salim. Okay. Uh, I will. I mean, I'm sure I, I know that because people like him, he's going to show up more than that one 30 second scene. I, I will tell you, we get a lot more of both of them. All right. So there you go. I, I want, we've had a lot, but it's, I feel like it's been a while. I could use some more Armstrong. Give me a hit of yeah, that I, yeah. I could, magic. I could, I could, I could, t- I could take a little less Mustang because he's always cool, but it is always exactly the same thing. Yeah, where it's just like I'm, I'm brooding, and people are reminding me that I did war crimes, and then I do a cool, a cool stunt, mm-hmm. which I like. Um, but also, uh, I mean, lust and Riza are lesbians and they're dating, but also I'm extremely normal, and I have to add an addendum to my I only ship uh, Brienne and Jamie because I also. I mean, it's just there in the text, but I do ship Reza Hawkeye and Roy Mustang. Sorry. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm just very simple. I, I listen. You want me to do some some super in depth analysis and say she was shitting and farting at Madison Square Garden? I'll do that. Right. But when it comes to shipping, that's my my limit. Yeah. That's why I go to, I go to Star Wars, and everybody's mad about which ships are getting confirmed or deconfirmed, and I'm just like. Yeah, characters. Is it it not enough to see Lando Calrissian huge? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Very big, large Billy D. Uh Uh-huh. This one comes in from friend of the show, Stephanie, Age of Oddish, on Twitter. Do you think he would have been a better dad if his name had been anything other than Van Hohenheim? I think it's a cool name. Right, but it's a cool name, so it's like he's not ever going to be humble. He named it, like... I mean... Are you you could have how, worse names than Alphonse and Edward, I suppose. Weird how the dad is named Van Hohenheim and the kids have the last name Elric, just something I'm thinking about. No, I'm sure that's not... I'm sure Arakawa made a mistake. Yeah. His name is probably... His first name is Van, and his last name is Hohenheim. Yeah. Uh, Elric. He left that off for this episode. His name is Elric Van Hohenheim. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh... Let's see. We we I feel like we had a couple that were like, uh, Hohenheim was right. To get mad at Elric for burning his for Ed at, mad at Edward for burning his house down and like, you know angry. yeah uh-huh. I kind of listen I I don't know enough about uh about Van Hohenheim to have any real takes other than to say in that vacuum of an instance he's kind of right he wasn't that was totally wrong his methods may have been you know a bit harsh you could argue but he was right about everything he was he saying. Did, he did commit the taboo and then burn down an entire house that didn't belong to him so that he could be epic for exactly for window. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next Next, we got one from front of the show, Kay Darling on Twitter. This one says, this one's addressed to you, Brooks. It says, damn, that sucks about Barry. Anyway, Brooks, could, do you think you could <laughs> declare your new favorite character to be Carolina Panthers star running back Christian McCaffrey? No reason for this. Thanks. 
Yo, I love Christian McCaffrey, especially uh, next Sunday. He's my favorite character. He's your favorite next, yeah. He's he's gonna. We're gonna get a Christian McCaffrey episode of mm-hmm. Full Metal Alchemist next week, and he's gonna rush for one million yards. Yeah. <laughs> Best of luck, Kay, in the finals. Uh, friend of the show, Weed Lord Vegeta asks, which of these dads would you take to your parent-teacher conference? Ooh. Stannis, Joseph Joestar, Van Hohenheim, or Big Boss? Okay. Mm-hmm. What is... So in my mind, parent-teacher conferences only happen when... Did you ever have one when you were... I had them up and through, so elementary and middle school, and they were at, like, they were two a year. Oh, they were, like, it was, like, scheduled. It wasn't just, like, Eddie didn't do his homework. No, it was, like, the schedule, like, okay, the parents come in and talk to the teachers for the Okay. I was I was a kid that didn't do homework, so I would occasionally have a, a bad boy parent teacher conference where I would uh-huh. cry every time. It was very good. So in my mind, parent teacher conferences are like I need I need somebody who can intimidate my parents. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. So like if I brought like yeah, and this is my uh, surrogate father, Big Boss. Mm-hmm. I think they would respect me a lot. Whereas, like, Stannis, I don't think... I think Stannis would just be sort of turned at 10 o'clock away from me, just staring <laughs> into the middle distance, as he often does in such things. Uh, so how it would work is, like, you would go in, and at the front you'd get, like, your report card. I would usually go with my dad, and he'd be like, okay, uh, I don't know how this school is, so, like, take me take me now to your teacher's. So I would at first I'd be like, okay, I got a ninety-five in English. We're stopping there first, and we go see. Right. Oh yes, yes, yes. Of course. But then I would be like, okay, I'm going to go down the uh, like math corridor area and like peek in and see if my math teacher was there, and then just keep a straight face and walk by and be like, oh, actually, I have math in this class, and the teacher isn't there right now, so I guess we can't see her. Oh, uh, So which of so so father, I, tell me about fishing. I feel like so in my experience, I guess that's most Joseph Joestar like. Because See, he I would, would be, he we're would, talking part would, three, re- Joseph, right? Yeah, he would respect the ruse. Now let me but. hit you with this: I don't want Joseph Joestar at my parent-teacher conference. Mm-hmm. I do want him when I'm taking the SAT. So because he's you sitting could, behind me using Hermit Purple to take the test for me to give you the answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just smashing cameras in the back of a room uh-huh. seventy-five times per session. Uh huh. That'd be great. Uh. Last question this week comes in from Bumblebree, Siberian Pine on Twitter. This one says, who gives a fuck about dads? Shout out to my man, Lieutenant Havoc. Lived for the titty and almost died for the titty. He'd do it again, legend <laughs> It's damn true. Yeah, he, he, next episode, he wakes up from his coma and he's like, where is my big titty golf GF? Yeah, exactly. He wakes up. He, everyone, listen, Havoc's waking up from his coma. He's going to say something. Bappers, sir. They salute him. Bon honker of dues. Yes, sir. Yeah, we because of your near death experience, we have promoted you two ranks. Yeah, Corporal Bonhonka Cookulomongus. You now, you now surpass even the Bonglohongus. We give you the title of Big Bonka Dongus. <laughs> you can just say whatever. Yeah, big baps. I yeah. love him. <laughs> Thanks, Havoc. Uh, that's the episode. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Uh, for I, I feel like we're that's all after the holidays, so those are, should still be on schedule. Yeah. Um, two weeks for the next five grams of iron. This coming this Saturday for Fun Point. Are we good for that? Yeah, that should know. be fun. Okay. Uh, Fun Point. We're talking about Iron Maiden, so that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Semper funny. Semper funny. And, uh, yeah, all, all, all the stuff we usually say. You know what we usually do also say at the end of episodes? Oh, Brett? yeah, we do. Yeah, we usually say thank you to Barry the Chopper. Mm-hmm. We're gonna miss you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, love our, love our boy. I'm opening the Patreon feed right now. Okay. Uh, thank you, uh, Lieutenant Havoc for your noble sacrifice. Thank you, Van Hohenheim, for roasting thank, yours. Thank you, Van Hohenheim, for reasons that I will understand at the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Pinocchio for for being a real one and just going going on that dig. 
Yeah, now who, now which, now which dad would I like to take to dig up, uh, the, 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 the trap carapace of a, of a loved one? Uh huh. That's gotta That's be. Oh, Stannis. Stannis! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. do his duty. Like. That's, yeah, it's, yeah, he would, yeah, he wouldn't like, he would just be like, it's raining and I know it hurts. Anyways. He would do it and just like get it done, but Big Boss would be like, uh, war. And you're like, I don't want to hear this right now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's, right, that's so. right, Snake. I've sent with you a tactical umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dry. So, uh, thanks to anyway. our Patreon donors. Yeah. Who Big Brooks thank you. We'll say the names of right now immediately. Uh, Caroline Savage, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Paul Moran, Andy Clare, Heckaby, We Lord Vegeta, Dan Mike Dawson Silva, Valerie W., Maximilian Rower, Ziva, Anna Exby, Caroline Carter, Brian Randall, Tufster McGee, Walt, Neve Noel Williams, Breakfast, Yupka, Leaf Crunch. Uh, it's 419, and I'm just like going back and forth between the names and the clock. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Eyes darting. Yeah. Yes. Leaf Crunch. Uh, Sarah McClintock. Happy Weed Minute. Happy Weed Minute. Magenta Rice. Mm-hmm. Faust Eldritch. Dr. B. Dandy. K. Darling. Good luck against McCaffrey. Uh, Nero Wyvern. Reliet. Skyla Otero. Burgermeister. Barrier Trio. Bean. <clears throat> Bean. Magdalene Jen, <laughs> Silvery Air, Ryan Lester, uh, what's a, what's a voice? Um, Nicholas Tataglioni. Yeah, yeah, my, uh, my wife, um, <laughs> Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Audrey Olson, Emily, Emily Vanderwolf, Derek, Great Big Great. Sword. Great Big Sword. That's right, Snake. Alex C, Nick Jagged, Paul Blart Flesh Carp, Cart. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Paul Blart, Flesh Cart. That's the first time I messed that one up. Uh, Andres Gonzalez, Patrick Gallagher, Roy, Destry Hawk, Sarah and Blair, Gigantic Larry, Josh Veal, Paul Bechtel, Matt Ribeiro, Ducky Aisha, Elliot Valentine, and Alex Schaup. Thank you very much. Thank you. Congratulations. We did it. Congratulations. Got happy it. Happy holidays. In the episode. Happy holidays. Ha- happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Uh-huh. Happy Solstice. Happy, happy, happy New Alphys. It'll be, no, it will still see you this, this year. So. Yeah. Still got Mary, some of Mary Ginch. In, in, Mary Ginch. Mary Ginch, Mary Ginch, Miss. Uh, Semper Funny. Semper Bye. Funny. Bye.